0: All right so now we can introduce our speaker the wonderful the magnificent Robert Hayes
1: My favorite person's in the Bible. Um, I just, I've always thought he was somebody that uh, we could follow. You know, because he was a human. I, I look at God as my favorite. Jesus is my favorite, but Caleb was a human being, completely. And I'd look at him and I look at his life so caleb who was caleb in the bible was he a spy was he a soldier or was he a settler hopefully i can answer those questions um there's always i always have this battle when i'm speaking as to reading scripture and having the message um because of uh, usually, I have so much scripture. That if I'm not careful, I don't get to the to what I'm wanting to say. So today, I'm going to give you a Reader's Digest version of Caleb in the Bible, and I would ask you to go home and read. Okay, um, Caleb and Joshua ministered. To moses where moses was caleb and joshua was you, you see that in there but it's so small that if you're not careful you'll miss it um so we see moses god tells moses they've they've come out of egypt they've crossed the red sea and they're and they've marched in the wilderness And they're right at Canaan land. They're right at the land that God says, I've given you. And God tells Moses, I want you to pick 12 people, 12 spies, to go into the land to see what it's like. So Moses, God says, I want you to pick the chiefs of the tribes. And of course, one of them, is Joshua and one of them is Caleb the chief of the tribe means they are the one who is the spokesperson for the tribe tribe the one who the tribe looks to for guidance now Caleb comes out of Judah Judah at that point in time was made up of a lot of smaller tribes that they had come together for protection because in those days It was a pretty rough time and you had to protect yourself from other people coming in and Stealing robbing killing and all that so they would form these groups much like what we have in the middle east now Is the same thing there, there's groups of people but there are many different tribes and it's uh, foreign to us and it's kind of the reason why we have a difficult time when we're talking about the Middle East trying to get those countries together, trying to form a country when you got all these groups of people so Moses picks the 12 and sends them out they go to Canaan land and they spend 40 days 40 days looking around And they come back Caleb went into the mountain area And he brings back fruit That is gigantic There was a one group of grapes. It took two men to carry And so they come in and right away the 12 start talking about the land and they talk about how there's milk and honey flowing they they got good crops and it's it it's a good place for us except there's giants in the land and their cities are fortified and so we can't go caleb jumps up and says no god will go before us god has said he's given us this land he will go before us we need to go now and the 10 said no and out shouted caleb And so they didn't go and God when you read that you'll see he was quite upset with them in fact he was willing at that point in time to cut off all of Israel and start over he said what am I going to do with these people Things would have been a lot different had, to, had they went with Caleb and Joshua. So, we, so then God says, "I'm going to wipe them out." Moses comes to God and says, "No, don't do that. What, are, what is Egypt going to say? What are the other countries going to say about, the, about this God?" who wipes out his people and Moses turns God's heart and God says, okay, but this is what's going to happen. Every one of the elders will not see Canaan land. They will die in the wilderness and a new generation will be born that will go into the Canaan, will go into the promised land and take over. And so you so what we see is Caleb and Joshua. God says to Caleb and Joshua to Moses, but. Joshua and Caleb are the only two that will see the promised land. It's kind of interesting that Moses wasn't listed there and we find out much later why but it's interesting that he wasn't mentioned then when he mentioned the others so then Joshua and Caleb spend 40 years in the desert waiting on God's promise Talk about patience. So, I um, have studied Caleb just because I I just like everything about him. So, I asked a question what was Caleb? Was he a spy, a soldier? Well, he was a spy. And we find out that he ends up being a soldier. When they do go into Canaan land, it's him and Joshua. They are the military leaders. And they're the ones that uh, uh, Moses or, or Joshua. At this point, when they go into Canaan land, Moses is dies. And Joshua becomes the leader. And Joshua listens to The angel of the Lord There's an angel that God has sent before them and so before every battle Joshua goes to the angel And says what am I to do? And the angel tells him and Joshua does it and they have victory So let's look at Caleb Now that you kind of, that's the picture of Caleb. One of the first things I see is Caleb, the name Caleb means dog. Now, if you're Jewish, names mean everything. Because you name somebody and that's that's really who they are. That's who they will become. And so everybody knew. I mean, that was what was, I mean, everybody knew your name meant something. And what your name meant is who you are. You know, it's the reason God changed Abram's name to Abraham. Because he was the father of many even though he didn't have any kids but he had to take that name one he took that name one and that meant we had to call him abraham even though he didn't have any kids but it meant something so caleb means dog well that doesn't sound very good i'm i'm thinking that's not very good i don't like that name But what about dog? What's a dog? A dog is loyal. He's always there. He's always there. And it really doesn't make any difference too much how you treat him, unless you're really treating him poorly. But you can get mad at him, and if you want to beat him a little bit, you can beat him a little bit, but he'll, he'll come back, and he'll be right there. He's the first one that will greet you. Doesn't, and he doesn't ask for anything in return. You know, he might like a pet, like to have a little bit of attention. But even if you don't give him much attention, he still comes back. He's always glad to see you. Always glad to see you. And don't make any difference if you're in a bad mood or good mood or whatever mood you're in, he's glad to see you. A dog is faithful. And loyal. That's who Caleb was. He was faithful and loyal. So he took his name and out of the name, he developed into the positive things of the name. Do we, of course, names don't mean much to us it means it means much to us in the house because Robert a lot of times if you have a birthday he will define give you the definition of your name because it's important to him it's the reason he changed from Bob to Robert because of what his name meant it's the reason we try to call him Robert I struggle with that not I try to call him Robert out of respect for his wishes but there are times Bob comes out yeah all right what the next point that we see in Caleb's life is that The majority is not always right. And can you stand when the majority is against you? Can you stand for your beliefs? That's a hard one. We just went through a period where we saw how difficult it was. Why, why was Jacob and Caleb able to see things different in the land? Than the other ten. Isn't that what I said, Joshua? Oh, Jacob. Yeah, it wasn't Jacob. That's my son. (laughs) (laughs) That's another story. (laughs) Joshua and Caleb, why were they able to see? because they looked through the eyes of faith. They looked through the eyes and saw the spirit realm where the other 10 didn't. So do we wanna look through spiritual eyes or natural eyes? We need to ask ourselves. And what are we looking at are we looking through natural eyes or are we looking through spiritual eyes it makes a difference and it allows you to stand when everyone's against you because you see into the spirit realm and you see what God is saying The next thing about Caleb is Caleb knew words were important and they were powerful. He knew his name was powerful. And so he took the positive out of it so that he could turn it. So he could turn a name that was a dog. That in that society, dogs were not reverent. Dogs were just dogs. They didn't really have a whole lot of purpose. And he was, a, he was named Dog. But he took it and said, so what about this dog that's good? And he saw those things. He knew words were important because the words of the ten prevented them doing what God wanted them to do. And if we're not careful, words will prevent us from doing what God wants us to do. So words are powerful. What words do you give out? What words do you tell other people? Do you build them up or do you tear them down? We know Caleb used his eyes of faith to say his words. So he jumped up and said, no, God's gone before us, we need to go into the land now because he saw with spiritual eyes. The spies, the ten, and a lot of times the majority see the problem. Caleb had the solution. The spiritual ones will have the solution to the problems of the world we had the solution we have it we just need to start speaking it we need to start doing it When the other thing we see in Caleb is human nature, human nature will find a way to break God's commandments. Isn't that what we say when we mess up? And it is but is that who we are? See, that's not who we are. We're spiritual beings. Jesus lives in us, the Holy Spirit lives in us. Well, if he lives in us, then that means we have strength. We have power. How was Joshua and Caleb ABLE TO GO TO BATTLE AND FIGHT ENEMIES AND FIGHT GIANTS BECAUSE there WORST GIANTS IN THE LAND. It, THAT'S WHERE GOLIATH CAME FROM. He CAME FROM THAT AREA THAT JOSHUA CAME FROM. THEY WERE 9 FOOT TALL. AND IF YOU ARE A JEWISH PERSON, You were less than six foot. You were probably five, two, five, six. Going against a nine foot giant. How do you do that? Well, you don't do that in your own. You do that by having the most high God with you. You can fight the giants. That's how you fight giants. Is with God. Because. He sends an angel before you. Angels have success with giants. Angels have success with giants. What did. Daniel say what did the angel say that came to Daniel? God heard your prayer and sent it But it got waylaid because there was a battle going on in the spirit realm and Michael the archangel had to come And when Michael the archangel came it was settled It was settled. There was no fight no more. <laughs> he took care of it. He can take care of anything. Amen. You know? He can take care of anything. The other is the thing we see in, in Jacob's life that we don't like to talk about is that there's a time when it's too late. You went back to Jacob, you mean Joshua?
0: Joshua.
1: No, Caleb, I mean Caleb. <laughs> you <okay>? Nope. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yesterday we had, to, we had the, uh, the honor to be at Elijah worthy's uh ordination to be the pastor of his church just over here and uh, it was such an honor to be there and just uh, he's just a dear brother in the lord um but it was kind of funny because um, at the end uh, of course they had some of the pastors that have been in uh, elijah's life and sidonia's life and this one pastor was a pastor that Happened to marry them, and he was coming up, and he was talking to Elijah and I happened to be standing there and and he was he said um and you know um, you, you, you know he said i turned seventy five and i can't remember names, so i'll just have to call you later and tell you And I thought, yes, that's right. Susan and I can't talk about you because we can't think of your names. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about us talking about you because we start out and we start t- telling a story or whatever, whatever's going on. And then of course, at some point, you have to put the name in, right? <laughs> and it's, well, you know who it is. Nope. well, but, but it's, but, but they're, and you're trying to figure out how to describe the person and you can't even figure out how to describe the person. <laughs> and you can't figure out anybody, their family, their wife, their husband, their kids. Their, and you, you just say, ah. I'll give her that. But. <laughs> so, but there is a time when it's too late. There's a time when it's too late. Don't wait till it's too late. Just don't wait. We don't know when that time is. So don't don't count on knowing when it's too late. Because the sad part is when it's too late, it's too late and you won't think about what you've missed until afterward. And these, these elders lived until they died in the wilderness. Why didn't God kill him right away? He could have. He could have struck him down. That would have left the void. In the camp. Because the leaders would be gone. Except for Moses, Joshua and Caleb. they had a generation to raise and the one thing about the Jewish people were they always told stories and every time God did something with the Jewish people he told them to build a memorial so When they crossed when they walked through the river that was dry When they got out they built a memorial there why Because every single time they walked by that memorial they would stop This is where God did a miracle Dried up the land and allowed us to walk across on dry land Every single time. And they were, in many places, it, was important, it, it instilled in the kids. And did, can you understand that at when they f- first started telling it, I was here. I witnessed it. I witnessed it. Do we tell our stories? You know, we we have a miracle, it's the reason I pray for the sick and believe and I know that he'll heal. Jacob, I got the right name now. <laughs> Our youngest son was born deaf, couldn't hear anything. I didn't know it. Susan picked up on it, didn't really want to talk about it, but went to the doctor, mentioned to the doctor she didn't think Jacob heard, and so he took a bell turned his head and rang the bell in his ear and he didn't flinch and Susan said okay she came home and we prayed he has the best hearing out of all of us and he was healed instantly and I didn't pray It was her and his sister and his brother who prayed for him. So do I know a miracle? Yeah. I know a miracle in myself. When I was going through cancer, there were times I wanted to give up. And if it hadn't been for some people here, who just encouraged me and wouldn't let me, I hung in there. And when I came all the way through it, my oncologist, who wasn't a Christian, when, I, when she said, you're clear, there's no cancer in you right now. And she said, it was your faith. It was your faith. Because I told her, I believe I'm going to be healed. And every time I went to her and every time I went to any other doctor and they gave me a diagnosis, we would walk out of the office and stop and say, okay, we heard what the doctor said. God, what do you say? (laughs) And he said, you're healed. I said, okay, I'll go with your report. Doctors are practicing, yeah. God doesn't practice. Right. And that's not to be down on doctors, because I went through all the stuff the doctors had. God didn't heal me right away. I went through all that. And I know all that played a part. But I know why I'm healed. It's because of God. The other thing we see in Caleb is that he's patient for God's promise. Now, we don't like talk about patience. I didn't like patience. Oh, my goodness, I didn't like patience. And it's tough. But I, I what helped me with patience is I got a vision God gave me a vision of what patience is patience is on a cool night a warm quilt wrapped around you that's what patience is because you get through the night and you're warm And if you look at patience like that, it becomes much easier. But Caleb had patience. If you were counting, that was number eight. Number nine Caleb was dependent on God. He was dependent on God. He knew he had to listen to God. And he had to do what God said. Is that where you are? Are you dependent on God for everything? Caleb knew he was nothing without God. Number 10, Caleb fully followed God. Because in the battles, there were times he had to stand still and let God do the fighting. Do you know how hard that must have been? Most of you haven't been in war. I have. It's different. And it's scary. And it's real. And at the time, I wasn't walking with God yet. Yet somewhere in me, I knew he was with me. And I can't rectify that other than that's his grace and that's his love. But Jacob fully followed God. Caleb. yes Jacob too hopefully so Caleb comes to the end they've defeated um, some of the land there's still there's still armies there's still fortified cities in the in the land that hasn't been taken yet but they've Uh, Joshua and Caleb decided it's time to divide up the land to the tribes. So each tribe got a section of land. And so Caleb says, you know what the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning me and you? I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant, the Lord sent me to spy out the land. I brought him word again, as it was in my heart. But my brothers who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. Yet I wholly followed the Lord, my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, surely the land on which you, your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever because you have wholly followed the lord my god and now behold the lord has kept me alive just as he said these 45 years since that makes him 85. i don't think we got anybody in here 85 yet, Not yet. <laughs> Yeah. okay so so caleb's 85 years old and he says uh since the time that the lord spoke this word to moses while israel walked in the wilderness and now behold i am this day 85 years old i am turn the page uh, You have it. I've lost the word when. Yeah. See, she's good. That's why I have her. <laughs> Listen, if it wasn't for her, mm, I'd be a mess. Total mess. It's true. <laughs> it is. Um, uh, I am still as strong today as I was in the day Moses sent me my strength now is my strength as it was then for war and for going and coming so now give me the hill country of which the Lord spoke of on that day for you heard that on that day how In the land were giants and great fortified cities. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. Caleb said, he's 85 years old. Give me the giants. Give me the fortified cities. Because I'm going to drive them out with the Lord's help. You haven't got there yet. You're not 85 yet. You're not ready to quit. I'm not ready to quit. No, not, clear. I'm not, yet. Don't quit. No, not ready to quit. Just getting going. Just getting going. But Bob, there aren't giants in the land anymore. Yes there is. You know where the biggest battle we have is? That's right right between our ears. That's right. All the negative thoughts that we have. Jacob, I mean Joshua Caleb, they're like my, when I call my kids, that's what I do. I go through all of them before I get to the one I want. I apologize. That's the reason I don't talk, I don't give sermons anymore. Um, (laughs) Uh, But he didn't settle because his name was Dog, he didn't let his his circumstances define him. He said, no, let me see what's good. And he didn't give up when everybody said, no, we're not going in. He didn't say, well, you stupid people, you do what you want. I'm leaving you. I'm not putting up with this. No, for 40 years, he kept his mouth shut. And did what God said. And didn't go around saying, I told you so. Every time somebody died, I told you so. No, he kept his mouth shut. Waiting. And then they went into Canaan. And they battled. And he won battles. And he said, Give me the hard one. I want the hard one. I don't want the soft one. You know? Caleb and Joshua very easily have taken the land that was already conquered and told the others, will you go, go conquer your, your land? Which some of them, that's what they had to do. But Caleb said, no, I'll fight the giants. So this day, will you fight the giants? Will you fight the negative thoughts in your head that try to define who you are because that's what will keep you from being able to stand tall when the majority are against you because you don't know who you are. If you know who you are, you can stand. If you know who you are, you can stand and it doesn't make you special. You don't have to tell the rest of the world that they're all crazy. No, this is what I believe. This is what I'm going to do. Because I serve a God that knows. So that's my Moses, that's my Moses. That's my (laughs) message on Caleb. Hallelujah. So let me pray. Yeah. So Heavenly Father, I just asked, Father, that you would help us. Father, the only way we're going to get rid of giants is with you. We are not capable of fighting giants. You knew that when you designed us. And you knew we needed help. So Papa, I'm asking for everyone in here. That they would recognize the help that they have. It's almost like every person in here has an angel. (laughs) That's a giant killer. And if they'll call on the angel, the angel will tell them how, what they need to do, how they need to stand. Because the battle isn't with us. The battle's with the angel in the spirit realm. But we have, we need, there's a position we need to take. And sometimes that position is just to say, Shut up. I don't want to hear you no more. And I'm not going to listen to you no more. Because this is who God says I am. And if you have a problem with that, take it up with him. So, Father, I just thank you for the people. I thank you for your word. Father, let the power go with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Turn it over to y'all.
0: All right. Awesome message. Um, next week is Pentecost Sunday. So let that holy fire fall. It's going to be awesome. Um, one announcement we forgot to mention, the swing set for uh, just let you know it's broken so don't let any kids play on it probably should have said something beforehand so if there's any hurt kids i apologize we did not intentionally mean that <laughs> but uh todd's uh supposed to be fixing it so <laughs> should have put a disclaimer before we're not res- we're not responsible for hurt kids oh gosh <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> anyway yeah it was uh Great Sunday, like always, you know. So, Father God, we just pray that everybody can go and be blessed this week. Lord, just uh, be atmosphere changers and just release your Holy Spirit into the community. In Jesus' name, amen. Now go and have a wonderful rest of your day.